Indian, Emirati, or any other nationality, but we are first and foremost humans. We are not as different from each other as we may think. The hopes of those in Copenhagen and Guadalajara and the dreams of those in New York, Delhi, and Dubai all point towards the same beacon, happiness. Lüge is the Danish word for happiness, but you may refer to it as felicidad if you are Spanish or Glück or bonheur if you are German or French. No matter what you call it, story time will light up smiles in classrooms in the same way wherever you are in the world. A couple of years ago, I was skiing with some friends in Italy. We had finished for the day and were enjoying the sun and coffee on the balcony of our cabin. Then somebody realized that we had leftover pizza in the fridge, and I exclaimed, Is this happiness? I think so. And I wasn't the only one. Despite the fact that my friends on the balcony were from different countries, Denmark, India, and the U.S., we all felt that sharing food with friends in the soft warmth of a March sun overlooking the beautiful snow-covered mountains was pretty damn close to happiness. We might have been born on different continents, raised in different cultures, schooled in different languages, but we all shared that same feeling that this was happiness. On a much bigger and more scientific scale, this is what we can use happiness data to understand. What do happy people have in common? Whether you're from Denmark, the US or India, what are the common denominators of happiness? We have been doing this kind of research for years in terms of health. For example, what are the common denominators for those who live to be 100 years old? Because of these studies, we know that alcohol, tobacco, exercise and our diet all have an effect on life expectancy. At the Happiness Research Institute, we use the same methods to understand what it is that matters for happiness, life satisfaction and quality of life. Allow me to take you to the home of the Happiness Research Institute, the capital of happiness, Copenhagen. Denmark, the happiness superpower? It is four o'clock in the afternoon in Copenhagen. The streets are alive with cyclists as people leave the office to pick up their children from school. A couple who are sharing their 52 weeks of paid maternity and paternity leave are strolling along the waterfront. A group of students are swimming in the clean water in the harbor, carefree, because not only are there no university tuition fees, students also receive the equivalent of 590 pounds after tax every month from the government. Everything runs smoothly in Denmark. Well, almost. Four years ago, one train did arrive five minutes late. The passengers each got a letter of apology from the prime minister and a signature of the choice as compensation. With headlines like these... Denmark, the world's happiest country. Denmark, where joy is always in season. World Happiness Report, you should live in Denmark. It may be easy to imagine Denmark as some sort of utopia. Let's get one thing out of the way. I'm a big fan of Denmark, both as a happiness scientist and as a citizen. When I see seven-year-old children cycle safely to school on their own, I smile. When I see parents leaving their kids to sleep unsupervised outside cafes, in strollers without worrying about this, I smile. And when I see people swimming in the clean water of the inner harbor of Copenhagen, I smile. To me, it's unsurprising that a peaceful country where there's free and universal healthcare, where your kids can go to university no matter how much money you earn, and where little girls can imagine themselves prime minister, should be one of the happiest countries in the world, according to the World Happiness Reports, commissioned by the United Nations. But does this mean that Denmark is a perfect society? No. 
do I think that Denmark provides relatively good conditions for its citizens to enjoy a relatively high level of quality of life and happiness? Yes. I also believe that Japan had the longest average life expectancy in the world last year, but it doesn't mean that I think that every Japanese person lives to exactly 83.7 years of age. Denmark may usually top the lists of the world's happiest countries, but it is important to understand that these rankings are based on averages. For instance, in the latest World Happiness Report, Danes reported an average of 7.5 on a scale from 0 to 10. It also means that while some things work extremely well, other things are rotten in the state of Denmark. Scandinavian countries may do well in the happiness rankings, but neither Danes, Norwegians, nor Swedes hold a monopoly on happiness. Living in Denmark has taught me that while we can learn a lot from the Scandinavian countries when it comes to quality of life, we can find lessons in happiness from people all over the world. The